Welcome to Branding You Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you for tuning in. Branding You Real Estate was created by a real estate agent, that's me, for real estate agents to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your business, your brand, and you as a real estate professional. And today I am focusing on branding with intention. We're gonna break this down into three simple steps for you to brand with intention. So keep on listening and happy branding. So what does it mean to be intentional with our branding or branding with intention? I know it's really kind of self-explanatory like Ducker and I know what branding with intention is, but really think about it. Are you branding with intention? Each thing that you put out there Do you know who it's attracting? Was it created specifically for your ICA? Is your ICA hanging out on the channels that you've built this marketing piece for? So think about that. And I'm sure so often, and maybe you have this nailed down. I know for me, I do not. So I am giving myself a goal right now as I record this to start branding with intention. And that starts with defining your ICA, defining your ideal customer avatar. So there's three steps, and I'm just trying to keep this very simple and clear and concise. Defining your audience, that has to come first no matter what. Define your audience, and that comes before designing your marketing materials, that's your bait, and determining which distribution channel is best for that marketing piece that you created. So those last two, designing the marketing materials and um, determining which distribution channel is best for that marketing piece, I feel like those are interchangeable. Actually, I'm going to say those pieces are interchangeable. Um, So I recently listened to another, it was like an online training, and they went through these three points. They said it needs to go in this order, no ifs, no buts, always in this order, defining your audience, uh, creating your baits, which is your marketing material, and determining the distribution channel for that specific marketing piece that you created. I disagree with them. I think those last two are interchangeable. So we are just going to focus on those three. So keep on listening because we're going to start with defining our ideal customer avatar. When you are speaking to everyone, you are speaking to no one. I feel like a couple years ago, the thing to do, maybe way more than a couple years ago, was throwing a big net. And the bigger the net, the more people and the more possibility of more sales. That is true. That can happen. Um, but it's not my preferred way of business. It's not the way that branding you real estate does business. It's a lot of work to throw that huge net to spread yourself thin. Rather, why don't you niche down? And some people, a lot of times I hear people say, well, am I going to pigeonhole myself? Am, am I now not going to attract other people? I'm only going to be focusing on this little tiny market and I'm going to be missing out on this other market. And yes, you probably are going to miss out on another market, but that's not your market. And really, if you throw that big net and if you're talking to everyone, no one's going to feel like you're talking directly to them. And that's what niching down does. It helps you connect with people deeper. It helps you connect with your ideal customer 
and talk them through their pain points and their pleasure points and really hit them in the gut. So I want you to take a moment and think through um, if you were, you know, we'll just bring it to social media. I think that's the most relatable one and everyone's on there. So you're scrolling through and a video plays of someone and you feel like, and they really niche down, they get personal about their life. And you feel like they're talking directly to you. You're like, yes, I am going through the same thing. And then you keep scrolling and you scroll past someone who's might be interesting, but they're kind of talking to everyone. It doesn't hit you in the gut. It doesn't speak to your heart and give you those feelings. Who are you going to remember? And this goes to marketing and real estate. Is that you need to niche down so you can talk directly to your audience and market directly to your audience. So you aren't creating these ads and marketing campaigns that kind of speak to everyone um, because it's just it's going to be way more work one and you're just not going to reach them. Someone else who's niching down, they're going to connect with them first before you do. So think about that. And okay, so what's the whole point of this? Where are we coming to? We're talking about your ideal customer avatar. And that's where we need to start first in this three-step process. This is the only one that needs to always be in this order. This always needs to come first. Defining your ideal customer avatar. And you need to get really clear and really specific about your customer avatar. What they look like and sound like, their hobbies, their interests, their family dynamics. And then when it comes to real estate, are they second home buyers? Is this their first time owning a home? Are they... Uh, just looking for a vacation home? Are they baby boomers? Are they retiring? Are they downsizing? Or do, do they need to get a bigger home because their family's growing? You really need to get so clear on that. So I'm not going to go into right now because I'm trying to keep this podcast as clear and concise as possible for you. And for me, it's exhausting actually recording these and my baby's sleeping. So I only have a short window here. I will put in the show notes, I did a podcast interviewing Danielle Drake, and we went through defining my ideal customer avatar. So she asked all of these questions that really made me dig deep. I didn't even know of an ICA. I was like, what is an ICA? I didn't even know that was something I needed, a part of branding. Like literally when I got into this, I was like, branding's fun and pretty and it's pictures and logos. There is a lot more that goes into it. An ideal customer avatar defining that is the first thing that you need to do. And it's one of the most important things that you need to do. I'll give you a hint though. It starts with you. And that's kind of where branding you real estate comes in because your avatar is going to have a lot of the same traits that you do for, I'm just going to give an example, which I come back to this a lot. I'm a new mom. That's pretty much my life is consumed of that. I can't hide that I'm a new mom. I mean, I could, but I don't know why I would. Why don't I work with what I have? Why don't I work with who I am? And then you will attract like people. So again, in the show notes, you will find that very long podcast uh, with Danielle Drake all about defining your ideal customer avatar. When you're done here with me today, I really suggest at some point this week, you start there. Now let's head into the next two that are going to be interchangeable, creating that marketing material, the bait that will catch your ideal customer avatar. And then also we'll talk about uh, those distribution channels, which also plays a role in your ideal customer avatar.
So now that you have a very clear vision and a clear profile and a very detailed clear profile of this ideal customer avatar of your audience, and I'm not actually saying you need to have this because you're probably listening to this on the go, but this will be the next step once you have that profile made up. Once you have your ideal customer defined, here's the next step, creating that marketing material. And you need to create that marketing material based on the pain points, the pleasure points, the um, every little detail of your ideal customer will give you the ideas of how your marketing needs to look sound and feel so you can talk directly to them. So now, which I talked about before, you need to create the piece that talks directly to that ideal customer avatar. That talks directly just to your audience, not to the entire world because that won't really hit them in the gut. But the piece that will pull on their heartstrings, that's what you want to put out there. That will make them go, I want to work with her or I want to live in that location. Maybe I'll reach out to Corinne and I'll bring it back to my team. So, and I have a confession to make. Our team has never actually sat down and, and I'm telling you to do this, but a lot of times I put these podcasts out there. Because I am, again, I'm on this journey with you, which I've mentioned. I'm on this journey with you. I'm investigating and I'm looking for new ideas and I'm putting them to the test. And this makes complete sense to me. So I'm doing this with you right now. We haven't defined our ideal customer avatar, our team's ideal customer avatar. And so I have some work cut out for me. But I kind of know, and, and that's the thing, is that we kind of know who we like to work with, but really get pen to paper, get specific figure out, you know, what is the age of your ideal customer avatar? What is the gender? What are the family dynamics? Are they second home buyers? Are they first time home buyers? Are they going to need a mortgage? What do they do for work? Where do they hang out on the weekends? What magazines do they like to read? What Netflix do they watch? Like, see, we are getting specific. We are breaking it down a little bit further. What do they like to do on their free time? Break it down, get specific. All right, I took it back to the first part. I just wanted to touch on that one more time. Um, as I'm going through and the wheels are turning in my own head of what our ideal customer looks like. So for our ideal customer, we're looking more at a luxury clientele and second home buyers or sellers. We work with a lot with listers. So usually we're working with buyers and sellers where this is their secondary home or their vacation home. Usually they are a little bit older, baby boomers. They have grandkids, um, or maybe they chose to never have kids. That's a lot of the, the profile, what our profile kind of looks like. But of course, I need to get more specific. And right now I'm holding myself accountable by putting it out there to you. So we can do this together. Um, all right, so I've kind of defined them. And a project that I've been wanting to work on that I've started to break down and come up with a plan for is creating a video, almost like a commercial video, like 30 seconds to a minute, and then push that out on different social media sites and do that for, for I don't know how long. We'll see how people react to it. But if I just did something general, so say I did something that just showed um, people in their 20s or even in their 30s with kids and 
So just so you know, I sell in the Caribbean. So maybe I would, you know, say I have those kids out there with their family. That's not going to attract those baby boomers, right? That's not what they're looking for. And like I mentioned earlier, most of our buyers and sellers, they're cash. So if I'm putting out a and I'm pumping out material that talks about FHA loans and VA loans and conventional loans and what's going on there, that is not serving my ideal customer avatar. That's not giving them value. And coming back to the marketing pieces that we put out there, one, you want to pull in their heartstrings a little, and two, you want to create value. And you want to create value that answers their questions. And again, that's important to circle back to your ideal customer avatar is what are their questions? A new home buyer is going to have complete different questions than someone who wants to buy their vacation home that they're just going to come visit for a couple months in the wintertime. So again, we have got to get clear on who our ideal customer is. Because if we are answering a little bit for, the, for that first-time home buyer, and then we're answering some of the pain and pleasure points for a, a, someone looking to buy their second home, they're not going to speak to the same audience and say we attracted one audience to, we'll just bring it back to your Facebook page. And now they're getting material that has nothing to do with them. So they've, they're going to lose trust in you. So let's bring it back. Let's always point back to our ideal customer avatar. Over time, that can change. But for now, you need to get clear on that and be consistent with that. All right, so we kind of touched on Building those marketing materials. It doesn't have to just be video or social media. It could be flyers or print or magazine. And are your ideal customers reading magazines right now? Is that important to them? Do they like getting mail? Or do they just throw it out? You know, so we're looking at millennial towards a baby boomer. I think baby boomers open up every piece of mail. And that I'm just generalizing and making up my head. There are no stats on that. Where millennials might, you know, I rarely go to the post office. So I always have my mail just like piling up and then I just go through it really quickly. And if I see something that's a flyer, I just throw it out. Um, so that we're getting into the distribution channels. But I do want to go back to those marketing materials and the marketing that you create that brands yourself, which isn't always necessarily something you can see or read or feel in a sense. It could be who you are when you go out. And we're, and then that'll tie into distribution channel. Um, and then it comes all back to ideal customer avatar. A lot's going on, on in my head and I'm trying to clarify it for you. So let's bring it together when it doesn't have to do with print material, material or pictures or video. So your ideal customer, they are, they are fit individuals. They like to go hiking. So you also may be fit and like to be outdoors and with nature. Your ideal customer, where are they hanging out? They're probably a part of the hiking club. So you join the hiking club and you go every Saturday to hike with this club. And maybe you take an active role. That is a form of creating marketing and then your distribution channel. I mean, that could be a whole other subject. But So let's bring it back and simplify it. Um, I was talking about the videos earlier and this video that we would create for our ideal customer avatar. Make sure that whatever it is speaks to them and is created for them, not for you. It's created for them. You need to think about them, the profile that you created every time you create something. 
And now again, we're going to go back into the distribution channels. There's so many and there's so many layers of it. So you have distribution channels, uh, writing an article in a local magazine, writing an article for a local blog. And I'm just throwing them out there. Nothing in no order. Posting on your social media accounts. So here's a layer in itself. So social media, you have LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok now, Instagram. Where is your ideal customer hanging out? And what marketing material did you create that will fit on those distribution channels? Right? A video is not going to go well in print, right? Definitely not. Um, I mean, that one's obvious. I was just stating the obvious there. So our channels, it's important for you to figure out where are your ideal customers hanging out? Where's your audience hanging out? So imagine that you, you're going downtown, right? And there's so many different bars and entertainment places to choose from. So you could have next to each other. So just imagine this, a strip mall, right? You have your yoga studio, your coffee shop, your bar, your fine dining restaurant where you can get the best lobster and steak prepared for you. Which one are you going to walk into so you can meet your ideal customer avatar? Where is your audience hanging out? It could be a couple of those. Like they might go get some yoga and then get some coffee next door. I don't know. But think of it that way when you think of your distribution channels. Well, I think I touched on a lot. I hope I didn't confuse you too much. And that's um, about it. We touched on the three points there. Well, that was going way longer than I anticipated. This was supposed to be short and sweet for you. And I kind of bounced around a lot. I hope I didn't lose you and all that. So I'm going to bring it back, break it down for you one more time. Just summarize what we talked about. First, defining your audience. You can't do anything else. Don't move forward until you really define, really get clear on your audience, on your ideal customer avatar, understanding their pain points, their pleasure points, and all of that. Then you can create your marketing materials and you can distribute them on whatever channel, wherever they hang out. All right, well, that's it. I don't want to take up any more of your time because it's time to get to work. It's time for you to define your audience so you can start branding with intention. Happy branding.